what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Foot Candle Films. Film news and reviews from two guys who really like movies. This episode is brought to you by the Foot Candle Film Society. For a schedule of upcoming screenings and membership information, visit the Society's website at www.footcandle.org. Hello and welcome to Foot Candle Spotlight. This is our little bonus episode we like to throw out every once in a while where we talk about a one particular film that we want to highlight and give a quick review for. Again, this is a Foot Candle Spotlight, meaning that you know we have a main show, Foot Candle Films, that we do encourage you to go check out and listen. Much longer, a little more content. We do a lot of reviews, a lot of news and other things there. But today, this is a spotlight. We're going to focus on just the one movie we're going to talk about. Chris, you and I have both seen this movie, so yes. we can both chime in. Our, our thoughts on it. We are talking about the latest political comedy called The Campaign. My name is Marty Huggins. I'm running for Congress. Huh? Does this mean we got a campaign? Push it. Push it. Push it. Push it real good. That little guy's a weirdo. I'm going to smoke that clown. We're going to be under a lot of media scrutiny. Anybody have anything that they want to share with us? I went to the petting zoo and I, I let the goat lick my weed. One time I put a firefly in my butthole. Why? To make my farts glow. Okay. My opponent, Marty Huggins, works out at Curves. Where did you get that photo? Make sure the cameras have film in them. I feel like Britney Spears at the VMA. Oh, shove a throwing star up a Chinese monster. <gasps> We've got some babies to kiss. Stop it. That's my baby to kiss. <laughs> he just punched a baby. The campaign. Is anyone asking how my hand feels after punching that iron-like jaw of that baby? The Campaign is a hour-and-a-half comedy movie. It's actually pretty short. I don't know if you yeah. noticed or not. Starring Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis. Uh, starring as two opposing political candidates running for a seat in a North Carolina district, which I thought was kind of fun. We're yeah. a North Carolina from North podcast Carolina, yeah. here. Uh, I can only imagine who Will Ferrell's <laughs> Cam Brady was modeled after. <laughs> we'll leave the political speculation for another day. But Will Ferrell playing Cam Brady, who's the incumbent. He has been the uh, councilman for years and years now, uh, the representative uh, never had any opposition for his last several elections. And along comes Marty Huggins, played by Zach Galifianakis, coming in to oppose him for the seat. Hilarity ensues, or at least that's what the filmmakers are intending here, showing us a very, very exaggerated form of a political campaign between two. But I think also trying to convey some messages about the absurdity sometimes that we see with the political campaigns. And we can talk about the ending here in a little bit in your thoughts on that. But we do have Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis, two very, very accomplished comedians. Uh, Comedians and actually ones who have also had some dramatic roles as, as well. So sure. fairly wide ranging comedic actors uh, of most interest to me personally was the fact that it's director Jay Roach, which I don't know how familiar you are with Mr. Roach. He is a director that up until a few years ago, I didn't have a whole lot of interest in his work <laughs> because it was mostly Austin Powers movies, meet the Fockers, meet the parents. However, he has actually made two political drama dramatizations of true political events. One being the film recount, I don't know if you ever saw Recap. I have not. Having to do with the uh, Gore-Bush election back in 2000, correct? Okay, sure. And then he also did a film called Game Change just last year, which had to do with the pick of Sarah Palin as the running mate for John McCain. Interesting. Both not comedic, other than what actually really transpired in real life in both those situations. Sure. 
more of a dramatic approach. Both docu- documentaries? Mm-hmm. Then? No, they weren't documentaries. No, they, were they were real dramatized. active. This is okay. uh, Game Change had... Tina Fey? <laughs> no, it was, it was not Tina Fey, although I'm sure she probably could have... It was Julianne Moore playing Sarah Palin. Oh. And uh, then you had Ed, Ed Harris playing uh, John McCain. It was a really good film. I huh. do encourage you to check okay. it out. That got me a little interested because this is a guy that obviously has some very high interest in politics. He's made a lot of political films now. This is three right off the bat I can think of. Wow. Where two of them, not comedies, more straightforward dramas and reenactments of a real situation. But now we've got the campaign, which was obviously targeted and meant to be a comedy. With that, Chris, like with any question about a comedy film, does the comedy work here? And is there anything deeper to this comedy with regards to the political process commentary? Or do you think it should have done more with it? Wow. Tough. <laughs> I guess from that immediate reaction, you can tell I wasn't just overwhelmed with uh, laughter in the theater. I, I think the problem the movie did struggle with, and actually I was unaware that this director had done um, political movies, the two mm-hmm. you just mentioned. I, I was not aware of that. The only yes. thing I knew him from was Austin Powers and the Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers stuff. Right. So with this movie, I was actually kind of surprised that I didn't laugh more and also a little disappointed that it tried to be a little preachy with um, Dan Aykroyd plays and this kid and John Lithgow mm-hmm. played this, these brothers, the Motch brothers, and they, which I understand has some basis in... In real life, these there are some people that influence with their money, and they just make candidates or break candidates. Mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, I think their name, the Real Life Brothers, is maybe begins with an M as well. I can't remember what their name. But anyways, yes. there is some basis for these people. And instead of being for comedic effect, it was more kind of preaching to me, and that kind of threw the movie off the rails. Unfortunately, the funniest stuff for me was the stuff that I'd seen in the previews, so I already knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, it did make me laugh, but I was kind of disappointed that I thought it was a little bit preachy, and I was just, I was wanting a comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't need preachiness because we've had the Democratic conventions going on or just finished down in Charlotte. We've had the Republican convention down in Florida. So, I, you know, I don't need preachiness. I need what this movie I thought was going to be was just a comedy. Just make me laugh. You know, I get enough political politics from both sides of the aisle. Yeah. I just want to laugh. I echo your comments a little bit, although I'm going to give this film a little bit more credit in that for about 75% of the running time, it totally had me. Really? I thought it was hilarious. Wow. I thought it was very, very funny for a vast majority of the running time. It did lose me and actually kind of ticked me off towards the end and that it did become <laughs> very preachy. Yeah. My take on it was is that if you're going to make an absurdist comedy about something that we can all relate to and we've all seen around us all the time, keep it absurd and make it end absurd. Well. And it didn't. I mean, it ended on a very sappy, preachy Everything tied up nicely, but, and I'm sorry, I, I just don't think the film, the film was not going in that direction for so long of the film yeah. to, to come to the end and have this now everybody's realization and people becoming good people. I didn't buy it one bit. The, um, the ending was also a big yeah. letdown for me. I will say that without giving too much away, the ending was a letdown, the ending was a letdown, but I thought it was a little bit interesting how they let me down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't as like, you know, basically without giving back, you know, yeah. to get, it's about a race and the candidates are running and one of them wins. And then what happens after he wins, yeah. that's kind of a surprise to me. Um, a little, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, it's still kind of a letdown because what you're saying kind of cheesy and stuff, but 
I, I don't know. I just I just thought the whole ending was just it was weak. It was a well, very weak ending. And actually, I didn't even really enjoy the scenes with uh, John Lithgow. No, and uh, with Dan Aykroyd, no. I thought those were very unfunny and bordering on. Yes, we're making fun of a real situation, but we're doing it in kind of a subvert. Sub, uh, yeah, so only people sub- who are really in the know yeah. would really think this yeah. is funny. And then yeah. otherwise, it does come across as a little preachy, and yeah. it was just a little little much. I look at it this way, you know, if you're going to make a comedy like. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about one of Will Ferrell's best comedies to me is Anchorman. I still think that was a movie that was absurd from minute one and it ended with absurdity. Hmm. Yes, it maybe had a happy ending, but it was an absurd happy ending. Okay. okay? That's a good comedy. If you're going to keep that tone the whole time, make it absurd all the way through. This is a movie that did get very absurd in many, many places, very exaggerated, but I thought the ending was way too, just way too pat, way too. Uh, f- friendly for the film that preceded it for the previous hour, 10 minutes. Right. Um, now I will talk about the things I did like about the film. I mean, I'm really a big fan of Will Ferrell. I think Will Ferrell is a very, very gifted comedian. Uh, I think a lot of times his issues are what, what role he's put in and the parts he's given to play. I don't ever think it's a matter of him. I think he gives it everything he, he can. And I do think he played his part of Cam Brady extremely well. Zach Galifianakis was basically riffing on his, uh, he does a, he does a character from that's supposed to be South. his brother. Right. Yeah. That he does in a lot of, uh, comedic standup routines and he's done on TV it's supposed to be Zach's brother, Seth Galifianakis. Boy, that's a tough one to say. And uh, that's basically what he was playing here with Marty Huggins. He was playing that same effeminate Southern guy uh, that he's done in a lot of other routines. So he did that fine. It was just a little of something I've seen before him do. And I I think there's an interesting, I know with Judd Apatow and some other directors, they let people improvise. Mm -hmm. And I wonder how much of this movie, when I wasn't laughing, or I thought it was kind of, I wonder how much of that was improvised as opposed to scripted, which Will Ferrell, I think, my, I mean, I'm just guessing, but he didn't seem to be improvising. All. It seemed to be pretty standard and maybe just short bits. One of the parts that really, and I like Zach Galifianakis. I like Will Ferrell. If anything, I was a little let down by Zach Galifianakis, specifically mm-hmm. the scene I'm thinking of. And I think it was improv because of just the way it was shot was when he had the conversation with his father played by Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. And they're in this fishing boat. Right. And they keep cutting back and forth between wide shots between the two characters. Brian Cox just is doing nothing and Mm -hmm. just is like totally, I mean, which I guess maybe is the point supposed to be this deadpan serious father, but it just didn't work. And Zach Galifianakis just seemed like he was really struggling on the other side when they would cut to him to try to make the situation really funny. And that, that scene kind Mm -hmm. of really kind of fell flat for me. Well, I I definitely think Farrell was better than Galifianakis in this film. I I just think Will Farrell played a very consistent role where Galifianakis, I thought he got more of the, he got more of the sappy emotional scenes more than Will Ferrell did, I think. And I think that was probably intentional. I think the film wanted you to like Galifianakis a lot better than Will Ferrell's character anyway. Right. Um, so, and I don't think Galifianakis is meant to be the heartwarming character you care for. I think he plays better as the absurd, out there, ridiculous character. Agreed. And I think that was a Agreed. little bit of a mismatch for him right. on this film. Overall, though, the scenes where in the middle of the film where the two of them are really going at it with this campaign, I thought were hilarious. I thought great scenes, great editing. I think it flowed really well. It was funny. It just lost steam at the end for me and really, really kind of made me mad in that last 15 minutes or so. Uh, I do want to mention a couple other thoughts. I thought Dylan McDermott as the political advisor was hilarious. Yes. I thought this was a character that when I heard he was in the film, I just, you know, not an actor I've ever thought twice about, (laughs) but he just was spot on as this ruthless, cold, mechanical political uh, campaign machine. Yes. And just 
some of the scenes with him in the Galifianakis household were just hilarious. And so. I could have used more of him, yes. I think, as we're, opposed to the Mach brothers, more of yes. just him. Yeah. And then Jason Sudeikis, who played the Kim, the opposite side for Will Ferrell, he was fine. He wasn't hysterical. I, I thought Dylan McDermott just put him to shame. And those two were meant to be kind of Yeah, and they could have made way. him more interesting and yeah. actually had them compete with So, one another. yeah, Jason yeah. Sudeikis' part, and eh, not as interesting there, but... Uh, still, I thought both of them did fine and were at least enjoyable. I liked the time that they were on the screen. I agree with you on John Lethgow and Dan Aykroyd. I thought those two were just, it was too much and it just didn't work. I don't think they needed that at all. I think they could have made this a fine comedy with it being truly two political campaigns against each other and going no holds barred without having to have these overseeing rich guys kind of helping puppet control the campaign. They could have made it work otherwise, I thought so. I think a point that I can make, one of the things I liked about the film, but, um, and now I'll, I'll give the Karen Me- Meruyama who plays mm-hmm. Miss Yao. Okay. And <laughs> okay. you're laughing. And right there I could just stop. Okay. She, she, uh, is a housekeeper. She's the housekeeper for Marty for... Huggins's dad. Yes. Okay. And her character was awesome to me. The way she's yes. introduced was awesome. And then she has a brief callback <laughs> towards the end of the film. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. But it was a letdown. She has a comedic moment. And then the movie kind of disrespects the audience, I feel like, and then explains, yeah. kind of explains away. And it, it was did. like, oh, how awesome that would have been if they just would have left that randomness in there that yes, I expect I exactly from Will Ferrell, that about. I expect from Zach Galifianakis. Still funny. But I was like, oh, man. And I was wanting more of that kind of like clever, random, like what? You know, kind of thing. I, I, think I, thought, some, that, I thought that was brilliant. Well, I actually. think that example you just gave is, is spot on what, what I think the problem with the film was is. It tried to play it way too safe. It tried to play way down to the audience and it didn't go over the top like it should have in all situations. It tried to spoon feed the audience with a nice pat ending, right. a little preachy on the side. Let's explain all the jokes. Let's explain how absurd this is instead of just letting it be that way on its own. Right. I think that kind of summarizes the film for me in general. It was a very, it was way too safe for the, for the topic it was going after. Agreed. But I don't fault the actors involved necessarily because yeah. I think they were giving it all. At least the main ones were anyway. I thought some of the scenes with the kids, the Huggins kids, mm-hmm. the young uh, Huggins family boys yeah. were really, really good. I do have to call out probably my favorite scene of the film. I still chuckle about is a uh, uh, Cam Brady getting pulled over for uh, drunk driving with oh. the police officer and just the exchange, <laughs> which I hope was ad lib because if it was ad lib, yeah. that was hilarious. Right. That exchange is probably my favorite scene of the film. I remember the most from so. Uh, and the difference kind of that. So yeah, that was also a funny scene. The difference between if it was ad libbed that scene and the ad lib scene was that Galifianakis in the fishing, but yeah. like just the kind of the contrast there, you wish it would have been tighter right. or something. Like, yeah. Uh, I, I just, I thought there was enough really, really funny parts to make this worth going to see. It just it was a disappointment that it didn't go further with right. it and didn't keep that consistent tone that it could have throughout the whole film. You know, I always say, you know, if, if Airplane, the movie, being this ridiculous out there comedy had all of a sudden in the last 10 minutes put together a true, ooh, we've got to really save this airplane and save the people and let's be all <laughs> heroic and be, you know, really safe about it. It just wouldn't – you would have walked away really disappointed because it didn't keep that hysterical nature the whole time. Gotcha. That's what I think the problem was here too. I think it just really let the air out of the tires in the last 10 minutes. Agreed. So, uh, but overall, if you like the two actors, you're a fan of this kind of style comedy, it's definitely worth seeing, I think. That's – what do you think, Chris? Yeah, I, I 
I would say maybe rental, but I wouldn't run to the okay. theaters. Maybe a Redbox dollar, dollar twenty-five. Sure. Uh, Netflix streaming automatically. Definitely. Uh, add it to your queue, but going out eight, nine bucks at the movie theater, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay, fair enough. I think that's a good review with that. So that was the campaign starring Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis, directed by Jay Roach. Uh, probably still in theaters as you're listening to this. It seems to be doing okay financially, so it'll be out there for a while. And of course, going to second run movie theaters here in the next few weeks as well. Maybe a dollar theater would be a good, sure. good way to check it out as well. So, for Foot Candle Spotlight, I am Alan. I'm Chris. Thanks a lot, and we'll talk to you next time. Special thanks to Carpal Tuller for the show theme music. For more about Carpal Tuller, visit www.carpaltuller.com. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.